This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. WBBM News Time, 12.03. Great to have you with us for the Monday edition of the Noon Business Hour. I'm Cisco Cotto. The Noon Business Hour is presented by the Village of Bedford Park. 12.49, it is Stock Picker Monday. The current rise in COVID cases across the country could impact the return of movie fans to theaters. We'll talk about that in our next segment. Right now, key economic data out today, along with the latest on the huge bipartisan infrastructure package that is making its way through the Senate. We're joined by Andrew Bush, former Chief Markets Intelligence Officer at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. He's an economist found online at andrewbush.com. Andy, it seems like we finally reached a point where it is not if, but when this infrastructure deal is going to be passed. Yeah, and it's good news. Um, It's got about, uh, it'll be over a trillion dollars all told. Um, They released a lot of the details today, but it's really focused on the the physical infrastructure. And you and I have been talking about this for some time, Cisco, but um, it's great to see this thing finally come up to the finish line. Um, And then it'll start the process for the next one, right, a three and a half trillion dollar more social infrastructure spending. Um, And that's where the Senate needs to go before August 9th, which is their recess. So we'll see if they can get there. Yeah, and it's it's moving along. I mean, they were even in over the weekend working in order to try to get this done. It's astonishing, right? <laughs> they work the weekend, you know, um, and most of us do already. So, um, but I think that's the good thing. I mean, this is something that is is positive. It, it you know, looks at roads, bridges, um, uh, waterways. Uh, there's things for uh, rural um, uh, broadband. I mean, there's just a lot of really necessary items in there to to um, create what we call in economics externalities. In other words, you spend money, it's great, but what it really does is it frees up a lot of time. Let's say it reduces a commute or it reduces the car being blown out on a you know on a bad tire because you went over a pothole. Those things all cost the economy time and money, and so if you can get rid of those, that's a really good thing, and that's pretty much what this does. What are we seeing in manufacturing? Looks like it is slowing a bit. Yeah, but I mean, it's coming down from high levels. What's interesting is they still have a significant uh, backlog of orders. Um, That's at a very, very high level of 64.5. But production did come off. They're citing just, you know, uh, supply chain problems. And when I talk to different manufacturers, especially CEOs, you know, they talk about supply chains. They talk about problems. Um, you know, just as an example, anybody's been trying to buy furniture, that's kind of been a nightmare. And it has to do really, it has to do more with that uh, cold snap that occurred down in Texas, if you can believe it or not, because they make, they're one of the only manufacturers of foam that goes into, say, couches, right? And that, that's one of the reasons why you can't get a couch for like six weeks, or if you're lucky, six weeks, maybe three months. 
So there's just all sorts of supply chains issues in there uh, that's kind of embedded in that report. But overall, it's not bad at all. Thanks so much for all the analysis. Andrew Bush, you can find him online at andrewbush.com. Just ahead, an update on attendance at movie theaters. Are fans going to be flocking back to the seats? Disney's new feature, Jungle Cruise, had a strong weekend at the box office. Let's get the latest on attendance at theaters, while films are also being released to streaming. Paul Dergarabedian is here, senior media analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore, based in Los Angeles. Uh, Paul, uh, what's going on here with Jungle Cruise? Is it a hit? It's a hit, Cisco. I think that a lot of people expected this movie would earn anywhere from 25, maybe 30 million tops in North American theaters. It earned $34.2 million. And around the world, it earned $61.8 million. And Disney, interestingly, as they did with Black Widow, they released the streaming numbers for Jungle Cruise for its opening weekend. And they reported $30 million in consumer spend around the world for Jungle Cruise on Disney Premier Plus Access. So it shows that, I guess you can do the two simultaneously. I think there was a concern that if you didn't have it in the theaters, it would really depress theater turnout. Or if you did it both, both ways at the same time, you'd have yeah. depressed theater turnout. Well, in this case, it, it didn't really seem to hurt the box office. Where the issue comes with the day and date release, meaning in theaters, non-streaming on the same day, is that over time, if the movie's available at home, people may not keep going to the movie theater to see that movie because they have the option to see it at home. With Furious 9 and A Quiet Place Part 2, we saw that people who heard about the movie, they had to go see it in the theater if they wanted to be part of that conversation. So for me, it's the opening weekend, you got $80 million out of Black Widow, which was a record, but then it dropped 68% its second week. Jungle Cruise, strong numbers within the framework of the pandemic. Uh, keep that in mind, because a movie with this big of a budget, you would hope to see in a traditional marketplace pre-COVID, maybe over $100 million globally for this film, but it's $61.8 million within the context of the pandemic. I think this is good news. But again, tempered by the fact that uh, moving forward, consumer confidence with regard to the Delta variant may play a part in this. And we'll just have to see how that plays out in the coming weeks and months. And that's where now, because of how easy it is for uh, the, for them to just to stream it, it seems like it creates another avenue. Hey, if, if things start slowing down again, well, at the very least, we can at least put it online. Exactly. I think that's why that was done in the first place back in March of uh, 2020 when, you know, Trolls World Tour from Universal was uh, theatrical bound and then it wound up going straight to streaming. Of course, The Invisible Man, it seems like forever ago, but that movie was in theaters in uh, late February, early March of 2020. That went to streaming. So it was uh, uh, the pandemic effect on the business has been uh, immediate uh, when theaters shut down over a year ago and ongoing now with streaming offering an option for both the studios and consumers in the way that they see films. But the movie theater still remains a solid draw for consumers. I mean, $77 million in total box office in North America this past weekend, while not as big as what we would expect pre-COVID, considering where the marketplace was just a year ago and where we are now, I think that it shows that people really want to go to the movie theater. 
They just have to feel safe and secure doing it. You know, there's, I guess, a difference in, you know, you have more varieties for moviegoers and for the movie houses. And yet there's uh, there's other nuances here, too, including compensation. You have Scarlett Johansson suing, uh, essentially, the, did the same thing with her film. It's in movie theaters yeah. and it's online and uh, and she's not very happy about it. No, because uh, for many of the talent involved, uh, notable talent, they have uh, income tied to uh, the box office of these films globally, which even if a small percentage can be massive amounts of money. And some people say, well, she got 20 million. She should be happy with that. But it's about what, is, what was she entitled to contractually? I mean, that, that's really the, 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 the important issue here. And I think that Going forward, it's going to become part of case law or at least built in or baked into contracts, these streaming options and what they bring in terms of revenue and how much participation will the talent have in that. So yeah. it's a big issue, again, born out of the pandemic, something we wouldn't have been talking about two years ago. Yeah, big money involved for sure. Thanks so much, Paul Dergarabedian, Senior Media Analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore. Up next, a local cruise company really looking to add staff in order to keep the ships moving. Your daily transaction for useful information. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Chicago-based City Cruises is enjoying the return of tourism, looking to add workers to handle the demand. Joining us on the McGrath Lexus Business Line, Dan Russell, Chief Operating Officer at City Cruises here in Chicago. Dan, it's good to have you with us. So help us to, just just for frame of reference here, which boats are yours out here on the water? Well, good afternoon, Cisco, and uh, thanks so much for having us on. We love uh, coming on BBM, and I'm personally a big fan, so Thank you. Uh, I love being on here. You know, that's that's a good way to get asked back, by the way, if you start the conversation <laughs> that way. I know where my bread is buttered. Um, so, Cisco, we operate several cruises on uh, Navy Pier, the large Odyssey Lake Michigan, the Spirit of Chicago, the Spirit of Navy Pier, and then we've got a speedboat uh, attraction out there called Sea Dog, which does river tours, lake tours, and then we've got a special jet boat out there that uh, takes people on thrill rides. And then on the Chicago River, you may have seen our all-glass Odyssey Chicago River vessel, which does fine dining, white tablecloth up and down our beautiful river, um, you know, through the uh, loop and throughout the city. So all of those offerings here in Chicago. And since things have opened up, you've seen the demand, you've seen people who are really kind of pent up demand from throughout the pandemic. Absolutely. You know, this uh, last year and a half was a challenge for all of hospitality, and we were no exception. But, uh, you know, as the city began to reopen, as Navy Pier reopened this past spring, and then finally when the full reopening happened in the middle of June, you know, with each one of those steps, uh, the uh, response from our guests um, and our partners' guests at Navy Pier and others has been just remarkable. People really clearly want to get out and enjoy our magnificent city and all that we have to offer. And we are very proud to have such wonderful offerings. And we're seeing, you know, wonderful response um, to our products out there. So really the challenge right now um, to your storyline is um, bringing on enough crew and staff uh, to be able to service all of the guests that want to come out and join us. Yeah, did you find that uh, when you got reopened, you just didn't have the staff you needed and now finding them maybe isn't as easy as it might otherwise be? Correct. That's exact. Both of those are, are, are very correct. Um, and so we've been building on this. Usually when we go into a season, um, there's a lot more certainty around everything that's going to happen. And, um, you know, we recruit, you know, throughout the off season, everything from frontline positions, you know, right on through to, you know, salary and administrative positions. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we have a very good pattern to, to depend on this year with all of the uncertainty and not knowing when everything was going to be reopened from the business side and the staffing side. Um, you know, it was just harder to predict. So the big shift for us has been to continue recruiting, to continue biweekly job fairs live at Navy Pier, um, and to continue the hiring process very actively throughout the season. This is the furthest into the season that we've been this active on the hiring front. And very, uh, very briefly, you're, you're not talking about 10 or 15 people that you need, right? I mean, it's, it's a lot no. of positions you're looking for. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's hundreds. Um, we, 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 we employ hundreds of people throughout Navy Pier and the Chicago River just here in Chicago and then thousands more at our ports around the country. And, so, and, we're, and we're seasonal at the end of the day. You know, we, we're a lot busier in April through October than we are in the winter. And so you know, our employment opportunities in all areas, from mariners to chefs to service folks to even office and administrative, um, the opportunities are, uh, are are vast, quite frankly, in the lines of work that we offer. And so um, having all of those filled is, is very, very important. And they're great opportunities for you know our crew as well. All right. Very briefly, if someone's saying, hey, maybe I think I'd like to work on one of those boats, is there a website or something that they can go to? There absolutely is. It's a very easy. You just go to cityexperiences.com um, and just go to the careers page right there for Chicago. And uh, you can see everything that's on there. And then we're having biweekly job fairs on our boats. You can come down and actually see and feel the product. It's really fun, especially this time of year, Cisco. We live in such an amazing summer city um, to be out in the water and, and Navy Pier in the river and just really feel all of this with our guests. It's, it's a great place to work, and uh, we're very proud to be a part of it. So we would encourage anybody with any interest just to come on down and check it out. You'll you'll understand it very quickly. and. Uh, We'll walk you through it and, uh, you know, hope that we can, you know, bring you aboard and have a lot of fun together. Yeah, a lot of people looking for work, so we'll see what happens. Always enjoy talking with Dan Russell, Chief Operating Officer at City Cruises. Still ahead, celebrating summer with a trip to the largest water park in Illinois. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Chicago's all-news station, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. 
The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Cisco Cotto. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown updates the effort to get illegal guns off the streets of the city. The end of a COVID inspired federal moratorium on evictions could put several million people out on the street. It's been a hot, humid summer in Illinois. That is good news for the state's water park industry. It's Stock Picker Monday at 1249. We'll get a couple of ideas from an investing pro. Wall Street, the Dow up 34. NASDAQ is up 65. And the S&P is up six points. Oil down nearly 4%, just barely hanging on to that $71 range. Sunshine in Chicagoland right now, 75 degrees. Chicago's police department says it's on pace to recover more than 12,000 guns this year. Police Superintendent David Brown says although he's not satisfied with the July crime numbers, he is pleased with the progress the department has made in firearms recoveries. We are recovering thousands of more guns than we did in 2016 and 2017 and 18 and 19. Thousands of more. I mean, 20... 20s gun recoveries were 11,300, which was a multi-year high. And the pace again this year, because it's the precursor to violence. Guns in the wrong hands, in, in violent repeat offenders' hands, drive violence. Last month, Chicago experienced 105 murders compared to 107 of July last year. A federal ban on evictions has ended, though there's some speculation Congress or the White House could try to reinstate it. Without the extension of a federal eviction moratorium, this Maryland mother and millions of other people face uncertainty. It's scary because then if I'm on the street, where do I go? University of Arkansas law professor Lynn Foster. A lot of landlords did already file eviction lawsuits. It's just that they couldn't be carried through to their conclusion because of the moratorium. So there are a lot of cases already in the courts. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's 1232. Making sense of your dollars. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Markets barely higher, kind of along the flat line for the most part. The Dow up 14, NASDAQ up 61, and the S&P is up three points. Let's see what's going on. The Noon Business Hour is presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Vahan Janjigian is here, Chief Investment Officer at Greenwich Wealth Management, based in Greenwich, Connecticut. Vahan, what do you make of what you're seeing on Wall Street today? Well, it's a pretty quiet day. We're not seeing much action at all. Today's Monday. You don't get a lot of uh, earnings reports uh, coming out on Mondays. Um, I think, you know, most investors are really uh, concerned about uh, this Delta variant of the uh, coronavirus, um, and they're worried about how this is going to impact the economy. Um, We are seeing uh, an uptick in cases uh, all around the country, and there are concerns that um, we might have to uh, slow down the economy again. And um, because a lot of people uh, did not get vaccinated, um, it looks like we may be in for a period of time where we have a stop and go economy. Um, and that's certainly not a good thing. So I think uh, investors are a little bit cautious right now. You, you do have a lot of uncertainty. Uh, just moments ago, we talked about the end of the eviction ban and, and what that may do to many households. Uh, what, what does an investor do, given the fact that there are a, kind of a lot of plates spinning and we don't know if any of them is going to crash? Well, uh, investors should do what they what they should always do, and that's to focus on the long term. Um, in the long term, uh, I think uh, the economy will do okay. Um, but in the interim period, uh, we could see a lot of volatility. I mean, we're in a period right now where we've seen the stock market do phenomenally well, um, and there are still a lot of concerns out there. 
Um, we, you know, had a big shutdown of our economy a year ago. So on a year-over-year basis, everything actually looks really good. Um, but if we're at at the peak. Um, which a lot of people believe, then there's no reason to believe that the kind of growth that we've been seeing the last couple of quarters could possibly continue. Um, we're already seeing in the uh, bond market, for example, interest rates are plummeting. Um, the 10-year yield on the Treasury is way down. Um, you know, Certainly one way to take advantage of that if you own a house is to, is to refinance, or if you're thinking about buying a house, this might be a really good time to lock yourself into a long-term mortgage. So uh, you, you mentioned long term, and, and you've you've repeated that uh, certain sectors or, or certain stocks that you're saying, hey, over the long run, if you're a long term investor, is probably something you should take a look at. Yes, absolutely. I think um, I think financials in particular uh, would be a great place to invest right now if you're a long term investor. Um, banks particularly uh, tend to do well when the um, yield curve starts uh, um, sloping upward. Uh, right now, it's relatively flat. Uh, I do believe that uh, in the next few years, at least, uh, we will see higher interest rates, and that should bode very well for financial stocks. One thing I have been watching today is Robinhood. As it launched and it dipped, and now it's it's pretty much back to where it started. Uh, that's an interesting one, isn't it, given the fact that a lot of other brokerage houses are able to so easily replicate what Robinhood does? Yes, absolutely. You know, of course, Robinhood made a big deal about the fact that they were going to let shares be available to retail investors. Um, It reminded me of a quote I had in Forbes magazine many years ago where I said, if you can get an IPO, don't buy it. Only buy IPOs you can't get. Uh, What I meant by that is that um, the uh, investment banks uh, typically target the big institutional investors first. So if it's a really hot IPO, the retail investor can't get it. And so they're typically stuck with uh, with IPOs that nobody really wants. And of course, on the first day of trading, we saw that Robinhood did not do very well. So uh, as you pointed out, uh, its model is very easily replicated, and I'm not sure it's a stock I would jump into. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. Thanks. Always appreciate your insight. Vahan Janjigian, Chief Investment Officer at Greenwich Wealth Management. Just ahead, it's been a water park kind of summer so far. We'll check in with the director of the largest facility of its type in Illinois. A deposit for your future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Water parks back in action this summer. Let's find out how it's going at the largest water park around. Joining us on the McGrath Lexus Business Line, Allie Witt, director of Raging Waves in Yorkville. Uh, Allie, before we find out how you're doing and and how you bounce back from the pandemic, uh, tell us a little bit about Raging Waves, just how big it is, what people can do there. Help us to understand for people who've never been there. Yeah, so we are Illinois' largest water park located in Yorkville, Illinois. We've got so much to do here, lots to do for everyone. So we've got the Lazy River. It's a quarter mile long. We've got a massive wave pool. We've got three kitty areas. We've got 32 different water slides. We span over 58 acres. So it's just so fun from the littlest toddlers up to grandma and grandpa love coming here and floating around the Lazy River. And uh, I, I don't live far from there, so I actually drove by the other day. It looked like there were quite a few cars in the lot. So things have been pretty busy for you? Yeah, it has been a really good summer. We're very thankful. People are just ready to come out and start making those memories again, make up for some lost time. So we've we've had a really good crowd come out this summer. What have been some of the challenges? I mean, you, you went through the COVID year last year and now you get back open. What, what have been some of the challenges of that transition to getting back open? 
Yeah, sure. I think challenges right now, of course, a lot of questions that we get about what you know what's going on, what's happening. We're we're open. It's really fortunate for us that. We are the facility that we are. COVID-19 doesn't love heat or chlorine. And since we are completely outdoors, that definitely works in our favor. So just fielding mostly a lot of questions to see uh, where, what people are supposed to be doing. They're just wondering, you know, and a big issue that we are dealing with is, is certainly some staffing things. Uh, it's just, to be honest, it has been, uh, it's been tough. It's been tough, and I think that is something that's been going on nationwide. I know that uh, it's definitely going on industry-wide, so keeping people uh, here to keep it up and running from a working standpoint. Yeah, we just had a Chicago cruise company on earlier in the show looking for a 1,000 people, saying it's, it's just really difficult. Um, how does that hamper your ability to do business? Because, I mean, you, you need to have the park open, and you, there are a certain level of staffing you need to have in order to do it well. Right, absolutely. And with safety being our number one priority, we can't, you know, just short staff things around the park. So overall, you know, it's like anything in life. You can focus on on the good or the bad. We do have uh, a good, solid foundation of a team here who has really been stepping it up and coming into the park some extra hours to make sure we can get everything up and running. A few just adjustments we have to make now and then is we maybe shorten the hours of a food kiosk here or we don't open a food kiosk there or we'll – not get one of the slides open until our afternoon guards come in in the afternoon. So we'll have a slide shut down, a slide or two shut down for the morning. So you make it work, but we do our best to get everything up and running at open each day. And the employees who've returned, I mean, you're finding after all the challenges last year, there is more of that team mentality here. I mean, you're looking for a bright spot here after the pandemic. Maybe they're thinking, hey, we, we really have to make this thing work. Absolutely. Yeah, we have had so many team members who have been stepping up big time. We're so thankful. And I think that's what our focus is on now. You know, the people who are so for and committed to Raging Waves, we're just going to make sure that we are caring for them the best that we can so they come back year and year again with and, and bring some friends with them, right? Because they usually hang out around similar crowds. Um, yeah, thanks. Clinging tight to the good ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, you certainly, yeah, I know you want to keep them and not let them go for sure. Uh, that is Allie Witt, director at Raging Waves, just off Route 47 in Yorkville. It's going to be hot again later on in the week. Uh, nice, uh, certainly a nice time to get outside and get to a water park if you can. Thank you very much, Allie. Just ahead, we have our Monday stock picker. Conversation that's on the money. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's Stock Picker Monday. Helping us out this afternoon, Matt Shapiro, president of MWS Capital here in Chicago. Matt, it's good to have you back on the show. What's your first pick? Thanks, Cisco. It's Microchip Technology, which is a semiconductor stock, and Cisco Semiconductors, uh, the SOX index, has done exceptionally well this year. Uh, we think it should be a core of investors' portfolios. Uh, obviously, the world runs on um, uh, microprocessors, uh, and uh, you know everyone's heard sort of about this chip shortage. Microchip technology is in a very clearly defined segment where they provide what's called microcontrollers that go into essentially every kind of chip across all sorts of industries, washing machines, cars, and the like. Um, the nice thing about them is they're U.S.-based. They have their fabrication uh, facilities here, and uh, earnings are tomorrow. Stock's been uh, 
quite a bit higher this morning and then it's traded back. So this is sort of a core technology holding of ours uh, that we really like. It seems like they would be in a position, I mean, as the chip shortage goes on, I mean, they're, at least in theory, going to be able to charge more for the chips they're producing, uh, going to be able to build more capacity to sell even more chips. It seems like overall it's going to be positive in maybe the near term and long term. I think you really hit it. Uh, that's right. Now, of course, a little bit, their their controllers go into other people's chips, and of course, that's somewhat a little bit restricted. So we'll see tomorrow uh, exactly what the sales position is, but really prices are going up everywhere across the board, and we think they're in a good spot. Okay, that's microchip technology. What's your second pick? Well, the second is Churchill Downs, which is right now, we think, the best clear-cut gaming and gambling company. Churchill Downs, of course, owns uh, the, you know, uh, uh, the uh, Kentucky Derby uh, and, and, and the, uh, the racetrack there. It owns all sorts of horse racing assets, where, which are a little bit in decline, although, although people certainly like the Triple Crown. However, they've done an amazing job over the last 10 years of going into other gambling uh, uh, assets. So, for instance, they own Rivers Casino. Uh, they also own Arlington Racetrack, which, of course, is in the news because they want to sell that big parcel and, of course, that's uh, quite a bit of controversy. The Bears have put in a bid for it. Um, but, of course, there's an investor group that wants to keep the horse racing side of it. And so that makes them poised for growth. Uh, all right, two good picks. That's Microchip Technology, ticker symbol MCHP, and Churchill Downs. CHDN is the ticker symbol for that. Matt Shapiro, president, MWS Capital here in Chicago. He's this week's Monday stock picker. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50, plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.